What's up, guys, and welcome to another episode of the After Youth Podcast, the podcast for young adults by young adults. I'm your host, Josh Cave, and today I'm joined again by my wife, Molly Cave. Today we're answering the question, is it wrong to question God? Hey guys, thank you so much for joining us today. Like I said in the intro, today I'm joined by my wife, Molly Cave. Hey guys. And we're going to be answering the question, is it wrong to question God? We've both grown up in church our whole lives, and you may you may think just coming in on this that if we've gone to church our whole lives, we probably haven't really questioned Christianity a whole lot or questioned God. We've just been living what we've been taught. Uh, but actually, I think it's the opposite. Because we've grown up in church, because we've seen all these things, we wanted to know for ourselves. As I've done some research into this, uh, in an article on gotquestions.org, they state that nearly 75% of Christians fall away from the faith and leave right after high school. They said that one of the key reasons that they fall away is intellectual skepticism, meaning that they asked questions and they asked questions and didn't get the answers they needed, so they stepped away from the faith. I think there are a couple of reasons that people fall away because of this kind of skepticism. Because just because you're skeptical, just because you have questions, that doesn't mean you're falling away. You just have questions. You just, you're just curious. You just need answers. And the first reason that I believe people fall away because of this is because the world is pushing these questions so hard. You know, the culture the schools tv everything is is trying to to get us to question these things you know trying to push us toward ideas like evolution and things like that where we can discount the where we can discount that god exists and things like that because we grow up and we're taught values we're taught you know a particular way of history a a way of science and the world kind of screams the other way. The second reason I believe people fall away is that the church has not been very good about answering questions in recent years. And I would say that a lot of Christian families that I've run into, they don't have a great understanding of theology, science, and apologetics. And that's not because they don't want to or just because they're lazy or anything like that. Just a lot of times they just don't know. And a lot of families, whenever they whenever they answer questions, you get answers like, well, that's where faith comes in, or we just have to trust God for those things. And that answer is true for, for some things that we run into. But a lot of the fundamental questions, you know, how did the world begin? You know, where did God come from? Some of these really, really important questions, it helps to know more than that. It helps to know deeper than that. But personally, in my life, I've questioned God and religion quite a bit. And, you know, obviously I'm here and, you know, still believe in God, still believe in Christianity very strongly. And personally, that intellectual skepticism that, 
pulled other people away from Christianity, I believe has brought me even closer to Christianity and to God. Because whenever you find the answers, whenever you learn who God is truly, it just enhances your faith. It just makes it stronger. It just bolsters it. Uh, but a lot of people, they let those questions scare them or they're not willing to to dig in and really do the work to figure out what the answer is. But whenever I was 16 years old, I spent a lot of time questioning God. You know, I've known from a from a young age that I was called to pastor. At 16 years old, I started to really deep dive into into hard questions. Questions like, you know, why do we worship on Sundays? Questions like, where did the world come from? How do we know the Bible is real? And I dove into a lot of these things because I needed an answer. I needed an answer that was more than the Bible says it, so it's got to be true. So I started reading and studying it for myself because I had to know I had to know that what I was going to live my life for was true. If it is true, I'll give everything to it. But if it's not true, then I, I don't want any part of it. Even more than just questioning Christianity or particular beliefs, there have been many times that I've questioned what God was doing in my life. I mean, I could go through probably a hundred different examples of whenever I needed a job and I, I wasn't sure where to go whenever whenever I wanted to get married and you know there wasn't the right person around or whenever I was looking for a ministry opportunity whenever I was having financial trouble you know I could go thing after thing after thing time after time after time where I was like god what are you doing right now like god where are you in this situation but as I've lived my life I've I've seen god reveal his plan and and work in my life and make good out of the things that I've worried so much about. But Molly, has there been a time in your life where you experienced a lot of doubt or questioned God? <laughs> yeah, definitely. And I mean, if we're honest, if I went through the list today, this podcast would probably be two days long or longer. Um, whether it's, you know, through relationships, um, questioning God's timing, or his, in my opinion, lack of doing whatever I wish he was doing. Those questions just go on and on. I think it's what you do with that question that um, is going to either determine if you're going to grow spiritually or if you're going to become stagnant. Um, And one example of me doubting and questioning God is through my family. up in, ever since the age I was, I believe it was two years old, my family, immediate and um, extended, even family friends have been praying for another sibling for or another baby for my family. We've been begging God and begging God, and we've seen it happen in the Bible. You know, women begging God. You know, I believe it's is it Hannah. And so my family, they finally decided to. Uh, try adoption and they did go the private route and it was very expensive and they waited years and years and still nothing and we're like god why what is wrong with our family having a baby like what could possibly be wrong a baby's a good thing um why won't you just let us have this you know we're going to use it for your glory like why not and finally i got to the point that around you know junior high i was like it's not going to happen like i'm just 
I'm going to be an only child forever. And I finally just decided, you know, I'm not going to worry about anymore. I'm just going to pray that God's will be done. And then not long after that, my family decided to go ahead and just let it go. And they just kind of were thinking the same thing. And then my eighth grade year, my mom got pregnant and we now have my little sister. So it took 15 years, but you know, God's timing is not our timing. But I think what really helped me get past those times was I stopped questioning it, questioning it, and I stopped pushing my own agenda. And I started just praying, God, if it's your will, you take care of it because you clearly have a better understanding and a better, um, you already know what my future and what my family's future entails. So if it's not meant for us to have this child, there's a reason for it. Um, or if it's meant for us to have a child at a later date, like you obviously got some big plan for it. So I want to go back to the question, is it wrong to question God? And to answer that, no, it's, it's not wrong to question God. It's, it's okay to question him from time to time. As Molly started to allude to, it's not as much that you ask the question. Asking the question is okay. The issue is, is what you do with it. You know, how, how that impacts you, you know, how you, how you view God while you ask the question. I thought about this topic a lot. And to me, it really matters what your heart is behind it. The Bible says in Jeremiah 29, 13, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with your whole heart. If you're truly trying to find God, you're trying to, to find the truth, then asking questions is just part of that. It's not that you're trying to doubt God. It's not that you're trying to, trying to push God away, but you ask the questions so that you can truly understand God more. And whenever you do that, you talk to God about it. You know, be honest with him. Ask him if he'll show you the right way. Ask him if he'll show you where to go, the right books to read, the put the right material in front of you so that you can learn the answer to the question that you have. If you're asking questions and you're looking for a reason to not be a Christian or a reason to not believe in God, I'll be honest with you, you'll be able to find it, you know? Like it's like if you're if you're on a diet, like it's okay to crave food that you shouldn't be eating like it's okay to crave it but if you're going around looking for food that's outside of your diet you're going to find it like nothing is going to stop you from getting it if you're trying to be outside of that and i think it's the same way here if you're truly pursuing god you want more of god you want to be closer to god and a question comes around a question like how do we know the bible is true you don't have to ask the question accusatory you can go to god and be like god like how do i know this is really true and begin to study begin to learn and use that as a way to bolster your faith but on the other hand you can ask this question how do we even know the bible's true and you can use that as an as an escape to get out of christianity so it's a big deal how you use the question even if you look all throughout the scripture, there are multiple people in the Bible who question God. You could look at Job. He got everything taken away from him. Everything, his family, his money, 
his house, everything was taken away from him, his health. And he questioned if God was really a God of justice. In his mind, he had never done anything wrong. He was being punished while the bad people of his time were running free, making money and laughing. And God responded to him with just how powerful he really was, how powerful he really is. And and he showed him all the things that he created. And, And then later on in his life, you know, Job maintained his integrity and he kept with God. And then God blessed him way more than he had before. And so Job questioned God and, and God responded to him, look at, look at who I am. David, he questioned in some of the Psalms, like, God, where are you? Habakkuk questioned God directly. It happened many times throughout the Bible. People have questioned God. And the point of this is God can handle your questions. God is not scared of your, of your doubt sometimes. But what I've echoed throughout my life is the same thing in the, ver- in the verse Mark 9.24, where it says, I believe, but help my unbelief. And I'm not saying that that's the best way to handle questions, but that's the way I've, I've handled questions throughout my life is I, I come to God humbly God, I've got this question, and I believe in you, but help my unbelief. Help me to grow. Help me to get closer to you. And so, like I said, if you're looking for, if you're going to look to use questions to get out of Christianity, you're always going to find some kind of answer that'll back up what you want. But if you have a question and truly want to get closer to God, I believe, but help my unbelief. And we all have questions from time to time. It's part of our life, it's part of, our nature, who we are. We want to learn. And rather than beating yourself up over questions that you have, ask people that you trust. But study, read books, learn, ask God. Do all those things. Try to learn for yourself what you believe. And take the attitude of the man in Mark. I believe, but help my unbelief. Help me to believe better, stronger. Molly, how do you feel about the solution that we've offered here that we can ask questions, but to ask God and to seek out answers? Yeah, I think it's, you know, I think it's a great solution and a great way to look at it. I mean, a question is just that something that requires an answer and how you search for that answer. Of course, like you said, you know, don't search for it in the world, search through it through prayer and through your Bible. And even like you said, reading books that um, you know that you can trust to give you an understanding. But, you know, if you change that question into a statement and just decide that that's it, then that's, um, you know, that's going to get you nowhere. That's when you're going to become stale and you're not going to see change. Uh, How often would you say you deal with questions about Christianity? I would hope that I wouldn't say daily, but I would say that it's pretty periodically in my life. And personally, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And when I say I deal with questions, I mean, it's a constant refreshing and um, renewing of my understanding. It's not just me saying I don't believe anymore. It's me saying, wait a second, why is this the case? And 
you know, or God, why did this happen this way? And, you know, praying to him about it and asking, like the man said in Mark, you know, help me with my unbelief. And then when I am in my quiet times with the Lord, I do feel like he comes back and gives me reassurance or an understanding or an answer to my question. Even though it might not be the answer I want, I still have peace with that question. Yeah. And I would, I would say pretty much the same thing. I don't, I don't question all the time, but as I go through scripture, like there should be things that raise questions in our mind. You know, there's a lot of things that we have trouble understanding in a modern culture, reading a, a book that's, you know, two to 6,000 years old. Yeah. And Josh can tell you right now, I think I go to him, what, two or three times a week with something that I read in the Bible. Like, like, why do you think this is like that? Or why do you think God did that? Just to have my own, you know, a, a different perspective on the matter. Yeah. And that's, that's part of our studying through scripture is to ask those questions, to pull out a commentary and dust it off and, and try to learn what the original meaning was and things like that. As far as doubting like Christianity as a whole, it doesn't happen a whole lot, but I'd be lying to you if I said I, I don't have moments when I'm praying in the morning and asking God, you know, like, like just remind me how real you are, you know, just remind me like how true all this is because sometimes we get caught up in regular life and, and we get sidetracked from what the important thing is. And I know for me, like, I just need that reminder sometimes. God, just show me, show me who you are. Show me that you're real. Show me that you're powerful. Yeah. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think a lot of times people confuse questioning God with deciding to not believe or to not look further into it. Like they're done with it. And there's a huge difference between those two. Yeah. Molly, one last question. If there's a listener right now who's been wrestling with questions and doubts, uh, what would you say to them? I would say that you're not alone, of course. As stated through this episode, we all do it. And it's not going to be the last time you struggle with that. But first, go to prayer. Don't go to anybody else before you go to God. Go to prayer. Even if you don't feel like you got an answer right then, lay it out to the Lord. Ask him to show you throughout the next few days, you know, the answer or even just a hint of peace and understanding of what the situation is you're going through. And then, you know, get in, dig into your word. It may not be that you have something that you read something that's pertaining to that specific situation, but you're filling your life with something that is positive and that's going to feed you rather than um, drain you. And then, you know, if you still feel like you need something else, go to somebody that you trust that, you know, is a good prayer warrior, um, somebody who is deep into their word, into their uh, life with the Lord. And also somebody that's not going to go blabbing around because <laughs> I know that that can be a difficult thing that you don't want to go ask somebody because you don't want it to get out that you asked that. So find designate that person that you can really trust to, um, to relay these issues to. Yeah. And I think 
I think that's really good. Uh, one of the other things that I would add is the enemy does a really good job of placing doubts in our mind and even going back to the Garden of Eden. That's what he did there, too. He said, did God really say that? Is that really what God meant about that? And so I think even in our lives, like we would be, we would be silly to expect that we're not going to hear some, some doubt that comes from the enemy. And so I would tell you too, like, don't panic. And maybe, maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm the only one that, you know, I have some question or, you know, I have a moment where I doubt and I get kind of panicky. I get kind of freaked out. Like, I think sometimes we just have to take a moment to breathe and let the moment pass because a lot of doubts that I've had, a lot of, a lot of times where I've really truly questioned if Christianity was true or not, like it passed just shortly after, you know, it just took me a minute to catch myself, catch my breath. Like, I know this is real. You know, I've, I've lived this. I've seen what God has done. I know how powerful God is. God has spoken to me personally. And so sometimes we just need to take a breath and just a moment and just let that doubt pass. And I'm obviously I'm echoing the things that Molly said. I'm echoing the other things that we've said throughout this podcast of go to, you know, go and study for yourself, ask God, do all those things. But sometimes we just need to take a, take a break for a second and just breathe and let God speak to us. And then if you don't get the answer you're looking for right away, which is often the case with some of us, because it does take time to really find that true answer. Ask that God give you peace in the meantime, um, because that's what we're truly seeking after. Uh, So to wrap up this episode, I'll tell you that a ton of people are dealing with questions. People question God all the time. As stated earlier, 75% of Christians fall away from the faith and leave right after high school. And one of the big reasons is skepticism. One of the big things whenever you question God, it's about your heart in that moment. You know, are you asking the question, wanting to get closer to God or wanting to clarify Christianity? Or are you using the question as a way to get out of Christianity? If you're truly wanting to get closer to God, we come to God with the same heart as the man in Mark 9, 24, who said, I believe, but help my unbelief. And questions are just a part of life. We have to talk to God about it, be honest, study for ourselves, ask questions to people we trust, and dig deep into it. Now, before we, before we end this episode, I want to do something that, that we haven't done yet. I've been t- trying to take some time out of my schedule and uh, get to know some different young adult pastors and their ministries. One of the really important things for us in this podcast is to be able to support local ministries. Today, I want to promote a awesome young adult group in Montgomery, Alabama. They're at Montgomery First Assembly. Last week, I got a chance to talk to Pastor Tyler Oswald. He's an awesome guy, has an incredible heart for young adults, and they're doing a really incredible job over there. Uh, On Tuesday nights at 7 o'clock, 
They've got a Bible study. And this is not just your average Bible study where you come in and you leave uh, after somebody's talked for a while. They go into a lot of discussion. Your voice will be heard if you want it to. And they do awesome trips. He's told me a little bit about what they've got planned going forward. And so I just wanted to let you know they are in Montgomery, Alabama. Their young adult group is called Union. They meet on Tuesday nights at 7 o'clock. And I will have a link for their website in our show notes. So check them out if you're in the Montgomery area. We'd love to hear that you went out there. Thank you so much for listening today. And we'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. To keep up with everything we have going on and get updates, follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook, The After Youth Podcast, or on Instagram and Twitter, at After Youth Pod. If you enjoy the content we put out, consider giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. This helps us reach more people with what we're trying to do, and we would really appreciate it. Thank you for listening every week, and we will see you again next Friday.